Welcome everyone to another episode of the Too Many Hobbies podcast. I am Brian Ellithorpe. I will be your host. If you haven't had a chance to go back and listen to the duck hunting episode or the trailer, please make sure to do that to kind of give you an idea of what this podcast is about and what we're going to be talking about. So today I wanted to talk about fishing and kind of give an introduction to me and the kind of fishing that I do, styles of fishing I do. Uh, kind of just give you guys a small introduction and that way everybody knows my background in fishing when we get to future episodes to talk about you know any other kind of fishing that I'm doing or fishing trips and all that good stuff so let's get into it. When I was younger I used to bluegill fish and I catch perch and other fish from the bank with my grandparents mostly. Uh, my dad isn't a huge fisherman and so they would take me all the time. Um, when I would go camping, I would fish from boat docks and stuff like that. Mostly for bluegill. Uh, I wasn't really good at fishing for <laughs> anything else when I was younger. It didn't really become a passion of mine until probably after college when I graduated. Um, yeah, when I was younger, I used to just fish in Port Clinton. If anybody's familiar with that area, it's near where Cedar Point, the amusement park is. And there's a lot of good fishing out there. Um, I would also fish, you know, like my friend's ponds and stuff like that. I'd go on the river every once in a while, but I had other stuff that I was doing. If you listen to the last episode, I was talking about when I was younger, I did a lot of paintball, um, you know, school sports and stuff like that. So I didn't really spend a lot of time fishing just because everybody that I grew up around was doing, was playing paintball and we were playing sports outside. So it didn't really cross my mind to get into fishing, but when I did go fishing, I really enjoyed it. So... Aside from that, when I left college, I started fishing in the pond of the house that I bought, and that kind of sparked the new interest for me. My wife's dad would take me out, and we would go perch fishing or go bass fishing, and that's kind of what hooked me, no pun intended. But I would go with him, and it was a lot of fun. When I was fishing in my pond... A bunch. I was also working on my house, so kind of gave me a break to go out in the backyard and fish. There was crappie and sunfish and little bullhead and stuff like that in there, and that really sparked my interest of trying to figure out what was in there, and also going out with my father-in-law. That was kind of the push that I needed to, you know, I was gonna buy boats anyway for duck hunting but wanted to get off the bank and get out on the lake I mean I live five minutes from boat ramps either way from my house on Lake Erie so it's kind of a sin to not have a boat and go out on the lake so once I you know obtained a couple boats which I talked about in the duck hunting episode I have a 14-foot StarCraft with a 20-horse on it. 
and that's a deep V boat, kind of my small water boat. And then I have a tracker, 20 foot deep V. And I talked about using that as my tender boat for hunting, but I use it for walleye fishing, bass fishing, any kind of fishing that's on the big water. So those two are kind of my main sources of fishing. Um, I do kayak fish a little bit. I have a Ascend H12 kayak, but I don't like the paddling and trying to stay in one spot using a paddle and casting at the same time. So I kind of avoid kayak fishing when I can. It is a nice tool to have to be able to fish small, small water and not have to be on the bank or, you know, it's easy to launch a kayak into a pond or a small river or creek or whatever so it's a nice thing to have but I mostly use them for hunting. I would say that of all the types of fishing that I do I am the most involved in bass fishing. Uh, I did get more involved in walleye fishing this year and that was a lot of fun but I was also quarantined at home from work and had a lot more time to devote to walleye fishing which will be nice because then next year I can kind of get back into it and learn a little bit more. But my big thing is bass fishing, especially on Lake Erie. There's just a, I mean, there's a certain amount of time on Lake Erie where the fish come in to spawn and it is just incredible fishing. I catch tons of bass in marinas every year and I like taking that 20 foot, <coughs> that 20 foot boat out onto the lake and it just handles like a dream, but there's so many good fishing spots near my house that I can fish pretty much from the Maumee River all the way out to Putin Bay, and I can be anywhere in less than 45 minutes. And that's kind of hard to come by, especially um, if you don't live on Lake Erie and you don't live near the shore. It can be an all-day ordeal, but there's days that, I mean, I can catch a 30 fish and be home before 10 o'clock. And that's just incredible to be able to do that. But this year I have caught quite a bit of walleye trolling and jigging. And that was pretty cool to be able to do that kind of earlier in the season than I'm used to. Um, used to with bass, that, that is. Because bass fishing pretty slow until about the beginning of May. And I was walleye fishing from about March all the way to about the beginning of May, I would say. I was I was really working on trying to get better at walleye fishing. And, I mean, I did. I caught a lot more walleye this year than I have in past years. And that was pretty cool to be able to kind of figure out the pattern for that. And I also have a lot of really good friends that gave me a lot of pointers along the way. Uh, nobody's really shy about telling you how to catch walleye on Lake Erie just because there's so many of them I mean there's I can't I can't say that there was more than one or two times that I went out and didn't catch something at least one keeper walleye and that's pretty incredible to have a fishery like that right in your backyard but once May hit I just kind of smashed bass until uh, maybe 4th of July is when it kind of slowed down. Just the water got too hot. The fish moved out real deep. 
And for me, once they move out real deep, it's hard for me to find them. I mean, we travel around and try and find fish, but it's just not as good as it is in May and June. So luckily for us, the perch have kind of picked up now and we'll be perch fishing for a couple weeks and then we'll be getting ready for duck season. But I also kind of tackled a different body of water this year and that was for walleye. In our area on the Maumee River, we have the walleye run, which is when all the fish come in from the lake to spawn up in the river. And I'd never tried it before. I switched jobs and I was working on the river, so it was a little easier for me to make it happen. But it was such a cool experience for me. I've never done it before. I went with a buddy who's pretty well versed in fishing the river. And it was just so cool to be able to go because you can go to the river any day and not have to worry about the weather you might have to worry about like the, the height of the the water level on the river but there wasn't too many times where we couldn't at least get a boat out there and catch some walleye that that was one of the the big things that i tackled this year and that was just such a crazy experience there's just so many people that come from all over to fish that river for walleye. And it, I can see why. I mean, there's people that were fishing from the bank catching a limit of walleye. And this year was raised from four to six a person per day. And, I mean, we had plenty of good days out there where we would catch 18 fish and go home. And it's just <laughs> such a cool thing to be in shallow water like that catching walleye and I mean that river it gets so dirty and so muddy it's crazy to me that these fish are even biting like I can't I can't understand how they see your lure in the water but it was just a really cool experience and I'm excited to do it next year I have a good boat for it we used my buddy's boat it's a little bit bigger for three people, made it a little easier to fish, but we also fished from the bank this year in waders. I don't see myself doing that again next year. I didn't really enjoy that, especially when the water's high. It just doesn't, I don't like it. It was pushing me all around. It wasn't comfortable, um, but for people that don't have a boat and they want to catch some walleye, that's a good place to do it because you can fish from the bank. It's pretty easy. So being able to catch more walleye this year, doing the river, the, the Maumee River walleye run, going out on the lake catching more walleye, was just a really cool experience. I started doing more trolling out on the lake. And for me and my boat, trolling, it's got to be a good wind for me just because I have a, I have a, I have a lower pound thrust trolling motor and my main motor is a 115 johnson and i just can't get it low enough to be able to troll with the main motor I, it's it goes up to about three 3.2 miles an hour and for the time of time of year that i was trolling i just couldn't i couldn't catch fish at that high of a speed so i was doing a lot of it on my trolling motor when the lake would be calm and that was fun it's pretty relaxing being able to do that after you've spent 
couple months jigging for walleye and it's <laughs> freezing cold. There was plenty of days I came in, just snow covered in the boat, my face face mask all iced up and it's it's not bad because I'm used to it from duck season, but it's just hard to fish when it's that cold. Everybody thinks, you know, when you're fishing, it's nice, warm, you're enjoying yourself out on the lake, <laughs> and you show up when it's 35 degrees, and it's only going to get colder, and it's raining and snowing, and it's just a, you just kind of think to yourself, why am I doing this? But when you're catching fish, it's worth it. It's fun. But So I think that that's kind of the basis of my walleye experience. Um, I've been bass fishing for four or five years now. Yeah, five years. And uh, just seems like I keep getting better and better at that every year. I've done some tournaments in southern Ohio. And they're fun. That's a whole different type of fishing down there but we won't get into that right now um my experience with fishing lake erie has just been pretty much second to none there's not many places that i've been off of lake erie that i've caught as many fish as i do on lake erie and i mean there's just so many places to fish like like i said before i can go from the mommy river all the way down to i mean even past the Lake Erie Islands, and it's really not that far away. It's pretty cool to be able to go whenever I want. You know, I can I can leave work and be on the lake in a half hour catching fish, and that's pretty cool. But the things that I've learned fishing Lake Erie in the last couple of years is that the spawn for Lake Erie happens a lot later than everywhere else. You can go catch catch bass and the rivers and the smaller bodies of water off of Lake Erie um, ponds and stuff like that you can start catching those fish in like May and little marshes around us also start spawning early so it's kind of cool that you can go from a small body of water at the beginning of May maybe even the end of April you can start catching these fish they spawn and then you just kind of move to bigger bodies of water. And by the time that you're fishing in smaller bodies of water slows down, you can go out, go out on the lake and catch fish like crazy. I mean, I had four days in a row this year that I caught fish. And in those four days, I caught 200 bass. I mean, they were rock bass, smallmouth bass, a ton of largemouth. But the largemouth size is just incredible. There was days that I didn't catch a fish smaller than three pounds and I'd catch 30 fish. You know, I'd get, they'd be anywhere from three to five pounds. And those days are just, like, they don't happen very often. But this has been every year since I've bought my big boat, so three years now in a row, that I've gone out and had just killer days like this where I, you can do no wrong. You can throw anything in and you will catch a bass. It's just so crazy. But that's what makes it fun that's that's the anticipation every year of you know well when they start biting i'm gonna hammer them and i do i'm not afraid to admit that i go out there and just absolutely demolish them for about a month and that makes it worth the whole fishing season right there and then 
you know, it's, it is fun to go out later in the summer when you know the fishing slows down and it's kind of more of a hunt for the fish than it is going out and catching them. It's, it kind of changes it up a little bit, but also in the middle of July when it's 100 degrees and you're sitting there just roasting, you kind of wish that you had those days back that you're out there catching 25, 30 bass in a couple hours or even less than that. And it does make it more fun. You know, you have your good days and your bad days and that's just the way it goes. But yeah, so I, I think that the rest of this year is going to consist of perch fishing. We didn't have a very good perch fishing season last year normally our perch fishing kind of heats up at the end of the summer and there was just a struggle last year to find perch and catch them and it seems like this year has just kind of blossomed into this ridiculous fishery of perch on the western basin there's been people there catching their 90 60 fish in an hour and so i'm excited to go do that here shortly and uh I can report back on that in another episode after I get through all of these introductions, but I think that going out and catching perch is fun. I don't I don't find it as fun as catching walleye. I definitely don't find it as fun as catching bass, but I like I like the fight of of fishing and I don't really I think that was the reason that I didn't walleye fish a lot until this year. I wasn't really a meat fisherman, but I do like to have fish fries and stuff like that. And fishing on the river kind of brought in a lot of walleye for me to be able to stock my freezer. And, you know, in the early season, being able to catch fish is, it's worth it, I think. But I think that I'm going to like getting some more perch. It's been a couple years since we've really had good perch fishing, so... I'm excited to kind of dial that in for the next couple weeks and then get ready for duck season, get through some wedding videos and stuff like that. And yeah, we'll get on some perch. We'll make sure that, well, I'll be filming a lot of that as well. So anybody that's interested in watching that, I'll have those posted over at Brian Althorpe Media on YouTube. I've got a lot of fishing videos on there that you can kind of go you can go see some of these days that I've had fishing out on the lake and uh I try to show what I'm using the best I can or explain it um this year I've been a little bit better of explaining and talking to the camera which I've always kind of found weird sitting there talking to the camera but I want to make the videos a little bit better have some meat to them you know, instead of just sitting there watching my spinning rod the whole time or my get my casting rod, and uh, it's just it's become a, a little more intricate as far as filming goes. But I've enjoyed it a lot more, and I think that the videos have a little more bearing. People watch them a little bit longer, so hopefully, I can kind of transition that into the duck hunting videos. I did a lot more talking last year, but this year I'm hoping that I can just kind of up my game in all aspects of filming. So 
Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for the fishing introduction. There probably wasn't a whole lot of structure to that, but um, I tried to kind of follow my my list of notes here the best I could to have some sort of timeline of my fishing experience. And hopefully that kind of gives everybody an introduction or a background of the kinds of fishing that I do. And if you enjoy the types of fishing that I do and want to hear about my stories and my tactics and things like that, then hopefully you'll stick around to hear those as they kind of transition from fishing into duck hunting. And that's just going to keep cycling back and forth every year. Well, I appreciate everybody tuning in to this episode of Too Many Hobbies. Please make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts and probably Spotify, anywhere that I end up posting this. These episodes will also get posted on YouTube on the Too Many Hobbies YouTube page. So please go give that a like, follow, subscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, Follow me on Brian Althorpe Media on Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and we will catch you on the next episode.